0: The National Police Force wants the right to investigate you online and investigate your activities online without a warrant. Let me just say that again. The National Police Force wants the right to investigate your online activities without a warrant. RCMP Commissioner Bob Paulson warned Canadians on that legal um, restraints on police access, saying that legal restraints on police access to personal Internet data means there's no guarantee police can help victims of cybercrime. The commissioner said, quote, Your safety, your family's safety, your financial integrity is at risk. And so we need to start having that conversation now about giving police reasonable and warrantless powers to collect evidence, often personal information, from online sources like telecommunications companies. Hello? Hello? You want to do what? You want warrantless searches? I thought the Supreme Court already ruled on that. I know there's an argument that goes like this. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. That is far too narrow an argument to to bring forward in a situation where you have the RCMP commissioner saying he wants warrantless police searches, investigations of you, of me, of any of us. Maybe I'm misunderstanding the commissioner. David Fraser is a partner at McInnes-Cooper Law Firm in Halifax. He's considered perhaps Canada's number one internet safety and privacy lawyer. His blog is privacylawyer.ca. David Fraser challenged the RCMP Commissioner on Twitter this week. And David, I understand the Commissioner responded to your challenge.
1: He did. He did. It was very interesting. He he suggested that he would like to engage in a a debate. And uh, so I'm looking forward to how we're actually going to see this play out. So hopefully... uh, uh, debate slash discussion. I think he's much more interested in, in discussion, which is a, a relatively sensible approach. And it may be that the reason why he has said these things recently is to try to revive the discussion. I would have said that it's beating a dead horse, but in fact you referred to the Spencer Supreme Court of Canada. Yeah, debate,
0: didn't, the Supreme Cold, didn't, the, didn't the Supreme Court kill that horse?
1: Essentially they did. The, the, as far as I was concerned, it was dead and buried. So it's been dug up and now it's being beaten. Um, yeah, the Supreme Court said unequivocally that uh, the Canadians have a reasonable expectation of privacy and anonymity in their online activities, uh, and, but they can be connected with that if the police simply go and get a production order or a search warrant. And any, and any seeking and obtaining that information, connecting your IP address, for example, with your name and address, is an unreasonable search, and under our charter, if it's unreasonable, The only way to make it okay is if a third-party independent judge or justice of the peace determines that the public interest in the police investigation outweighs the privacy interest, and that needs to be done on a case-by-case basis. Uh, And Commissioner Paulson seems to be advocating for some way of getting around that. It's unclear exactly how he sees that playing out, but it sounds like it may be like Bill C-30, which was completely denounced and, uh, and ultimately abandoned by Vic Taves, And when it was when it was put forward to suggest that uh, senior police officers, up to 15% of every police department, could be authorized to order internet service providers to hand over this sort of information, even in the absence of a legitimate police investigation, even in the absence of of an actual criminal potential crime, it could have been done for parking tickets and otherwise. And the way that they drafted it was so broad that. Uh, your, your community's mayor could go and demand that any any public official could. It was just absolutely ridiculous, and it's not at all surprising that Canadians said, "No, this is uh, this is way, way, way too far." And Supreme Court of Canada has said, in the absence of a reasonable law that, that provides for this, including third party oversight, that's what's required by the uh, by the Charter. Then it's then it's unconstitutional.
0: So, so the commissioner of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police wants to protect us by having the right to investigate us without us knowing about it, and doing it, well, without us knowing it about it, because there'd be no warrant. Not that we necessarily know there's a warrant. Not until later in the game. But that's what he's saying, isn't it? That he wants to be able to protect us from cybercrime and other uh, illegal or immoral activity, protect us by having the right to investigate us without a warrant. Am I, am I understanding that correctly? Because well, my head that, hurts.
1: That 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 is what what was reported in the, uh, in the media, and it may well be that what he's actually hoping for is, is a compromise, which would be to, uh, to make it more efficient for law enforcement authorities to go and get these warrants or production orders in circumstances where there's a reduced expectation. of. Production.
0: But he used the word warrantless in the quote that I saw.
1: That's right. And uh, and uh, there are a number of things that are in there that are confusing, but maybe I'm just misunderstanding because he's saying he believes in the Charter, but he wants to circumvent it by well, allowing police to get things without a warrant. So either he's confused about how the whole law thing works uh, or he's being somewhat disingenuous.
0: Well, that's scary in and with. of itself. David, that would be scary in and of itself if the RCMP commissioner were confused about how the whole law thing works. That would scare me.
1: Oh, it does, and 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 he, he used the analogy, which I've heard many times, saying it's just your your IP address is just like the license plate on your car, and it, it would be ridiculous to require the police to to get a warrant in order to look up your to run your license plate. Well, the two are, are not at all similar. The Supreme Court of Canada has said you don't have an expectation of privacy in your in your license plate number; you display it to the whole world, but you absolutely do in an IP address, and so again it, it's kind of drawing out these these rhetorical devices and, and setting up kind of straw men uh, and then the usual sort of think of the children and i'm actually surprised that there wasn't a whole lot of discussion about terrorism in paris in that uh, in that sentence so ultimately their objective i think is to make it possible and to get the government the current government to propose legislation similar to bill c30 now that we have a change of government but in fact i i seriously doubt whether Canadians have any more of an appetite for this. We saw the the backlash after the Anti-Terrorism Act 2015, and and the liberals are saying that they're going to scale it back, and so it doesn't seem that the new government has an appetite for this sort of stuff either.
0: Well, David, how long does it take to get a warrant, a justifiable warrant?
1: It it depends on the circumstances. It can take a couple of days, uh, or it can be done... 24-7 24-7 uh, justices of the peace are sitting by telephones ready to issue war. Okay,
0: sure. If there's an emergent situation or a situation that could prove to be emergent, and it does have to do with terrorism, and the police can make that case to a justice of the peace or to a judge, they can get a warrant quickly, correct?
1: Yes, but e- even more so, if it's an emergency, they don't need a warrant. If, if life or limb is hanging in the balance, they can just demand it. Okay,
0: by, by emergency, I mean if they had some concern that an individual was... I guess that would be life or limb hanging in the balance if you thought an individual was going to proceed with a terrorist act. That's right. That would be and an emergency. And, and, and
1: frankly, it's useful having the discussion to say, well, maybe these sorts of powers are appropriate if you're dealing with an actual terrorism offense. Right. But it's not appropriate for a parking ticket, and it's not appropriate for for these and and the ways that the, the the different ways that laws like this have been proposed in the past. By law enforcement and previous governments, both conservative and, and liberal, there's no check or balance and there's no constraint on it. And, and you also alluded to as well, there's no notification of the individual after the fact. So they would, if if it was a a, uh, a dead end in their investigation, you would never know whether the police had been through your information. That's scary. It is
0: absolutely. <laughs> that really is scary.
1: Transparency has got to be a hallmark of these things.
0: That is, can you stay a little longer?
1: I can, absolutely.
0: David Fraser from McInnes Cooper in uh, Halifax is one of this country's um, very best internet and privacy lawyers, maybe the best, privacylawyer.ca, that's his blog. And so we have the commissioner of the RCMP warning. Um, the, if police have restraints on access to personal internet data, that means there's no guarantee police can help victims of cybercrime. Commissioner is saying your safety, your family's safety, your financial integrity is at risk, and so we need to start having that conversation now about giving police reasonable and warrantless powers to collect evidence, often personal information from online sources like telecommunications companies. David Fraser, partner of MacInnes Cooper Law Firm in Halifax, um, one of this country's very best internet safety privacy lawyers, privacylawyer.ca is his blog. Is with me Scott are coming up on this, um, David. When you when you tweeted about this. And I think it was Thursday. Yes. And the commissioner, Commissioner Paulson, replied. What were the tweets about? How did he reply?
1: Well, in in fact, uh, so that I wrote a blog post on it early on Thursday, about some of the coverage of it and, and the revival of the the apparent revival of the discussion, um, and so tweeted and uh, and a significant part of the reporting had to do with a discussion paper that apparently has been produced by the cybercrime working group in collaboration with the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police uh, and I tweeted uh, and I've asked the Department of Justice for a copy they refused I've asked the Department of Public Safety for a copy they've refused I know somebody who, who's asked for it for under the Access to Information Act and they refused and so I called out uh, Commissioner Paulson I said look if you refer to this report in trying to revive a public debate you need to release the report that's what makes a debate public And, in fact, he replied back to correct me because in in his quotes he did not, in fact, refer to the report. So I I, I apologized. Uh, He accepted my apology and said that we still needed to have – we should have this discussion. And I said, absolutely, let's let's make it happen. And I'm looking forward to hopefully continuing that discussion uh, on Twitter and actually moving it into something more substantial uh, where you're not limited by 140 characters uh, at the beginning (laughs) of of
0: next week. Uh, How unusual is it? for the various branches of government that you cited to refuse the release of a report, even under a Freedom of Information request,
1: it, it wasn't clear to me what was the basis for that what, what because you can only you can only refuse to provide information under a limited number of circumstances i thought so and and one of them may be it relates to policy that has not yet been implemented or announced that's that's a i'm not well that's an exception that's allowed for under the legislation i'm not sure i buy it completely as being a an absolutely reasonable one but frankly so the this discussion report calls for three different options one is a warrantless regime Completely warrantless, which I don't agree with at all. The second option. Is and, and I'm a,
0: sorry to interrupt, but that would be only the RCMP or any police force in Canada.
1: It, it would be any police force in Canada, and really the proof is in the pudding. So it could be any any public official as well. So it could go well beyond. So if anybody if anybody
0: had an agenda, and were to mask that agenda, as a, a search, they deem to be, required, even if it isn't, they could do it.
1: Well if it if it ended up being anything like C30 was absolutely and there'd be no limit. So for example, you could go to you could go to Rogers or or Bell and and say I want the customer names and addresses associated with all your IP addresses. There was no limit on it whatsoever. And in fact, it wasn't only related to IP addresses. They could use one of these stingray things. Let's say at a public protest, you remember that what happened in Toronto at the G20, uh, they could use a stingray, identify uh, collect the identifiers for every phone that was in that area and then take those identifiers and go to the phone company and say I want the customer name and address and they can actually do that routinely they could say hey look every week here's all the people here's all the cell phones we've noticed kind of walking by Parliament Hill uh, and we just want to well, it's for intelligence purposes don't don't mind us don't don't look in the shadows here uh, and so in fact really you can say on, on one hand well we want to be able to do this in order to protect the children and your financial integrity but the the proof is always in the pudding. It's always yes. in, in this particular wording in the statutes, and I've consistently seen wording that is dramatically overbroad and is almost an invitation for abuse.
0: Yeah, and and then the next question is, what do you plan to use it? That information, all of it. You know, you might apply once once one one set of information on to to you know to one circumstance, but then you have the information, you can reapply it whenever you choose. Um, David, thank you very much. I am going to call on you again. Please stay in touch with us on this, would you? Absolutely. Stay in touch. David Fraser, privacy lawyer, uh, McInnes Cooper in Halifax on the RCMP commissioner's call for warrantless searches.